This week on What Do You Got, we delve into the simple but complicated topic of voting. And what happens when friends fight. Oh. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bro Down Podcast. I'm Tim Fulton. I'm Andy Smith. And this is What Do You Got. What Do You Got's a little segment where we each come to the table with a topic that the other guy doesn't know about. We spring it on each other and we chit-chat about it for a little while. Andy, you're up first. What do you got? Voting. Oh, well, that's simple. Okay, so... Well, um, what's on your mind? I, I don't want to get any political... One side, the other side, or anything like that. No celebrity death match. Fair. Um, I just want to talk about voting and okay. how it should be simple, how it's not simple, ways yep. that we could maybe improve it, give a little bro advice on maybe how to improve it, and uh, some of the pitfalls about what are the, the negatives to things that are going on with it now. So I, I'm very um, – how do I phrase this? I'm very opinionated about this, actually. Okay. Like, strongly opinionated. I picked a good one. Yeah, you did pick a good one. But I don't think I'm opinionated in the way that you would expect. Okay. Uh, I know that a lot of – this is going to be a fairly serious topic, so oh. I'm going to occasionally just like – Okay, thanks for watching, topic. everybody. Um, I know that a, a lot of people – the big thing on everybody's mind is uh, is voter fraud right now, right? Yeah. Uh, is it happening? Is it not happening? To what pedigree is it happening? And first and foremost, I'm sure it is happening to some degree. Uh, because I'm an idiot bro, who knows what that degree is? Yes. Uh, I don't know how you solve voter fraud completely. That's one thing I don't want to touch, which I know it's kind of what you your what you want to get into, but like I just don't know. It's it's weird. Uh, uh, part of the reason I brought this up is because this is uh, uh, kind of unprecedented with how we voted. Yeah. This term. Um, it's never been, I mean, they have had like quote mail-ins before and all yeah. this stuff, but that's where the main controversy is lying. Right. And not just like, you know, ways that people can, uh, either fill them out or mail in additional ones or people at the polls can, uh, can change things or add in things or, but also like when they get there, that's another thing that I didn't think of either that I saw that people are complaining about. Yeah, and with the mail-in voting, they're really going to have to rethink how they do everything because a lot of people voted in early October. I got my my ballot like early October. Everyone in New Jersey got a ballot. Everyone Some people didn't get them until uh, late October. That's interesting. Yeah. But my point being is that a lot of people voted before the um, – the whatchamacallits where they fight verbally. See, this oh, is, yes, the debates. The debates, thank you. This is, we don't watch politics. This, this is the type of show you guys are watching um, or listening to. Um, so they, they definitely have to change up at least how early the debates happen and stuff like that. I think mail-in voting overall is a good thing. Um, I think we're all victims of exaggerated news headlines. I'm sure that a lot of it is true. You, I, you've seen things where uh, – votes were being tossed out uh you see things where they're not getting there on time all yeah. that other stuff but i think the large majority of it was successful um and i do th i'm gonna preface this with i think one of the most important things in our current civilization society is that the right to have an opinion and vocalize that opinion yeah so if you are someone who 
commits voter fraud for one reason or the other, go fuck yourself. Because well, like, it's yeah. the foundation of everything we hold dear. Well, that's one of the things I was going to say. I don't know what the penalty is for tampering with votes or voter fraud or whatever each different degree of those. It's a federal offense. You can go to prison for that. Yes, but <clears throat> what I'm saying is how many times is it pursued? Like, there's things that are federal offenses, but yeah. there's also things that are federal offenses that don't get pursued a lot. That's true. That's so true. I don't know um, if it, uh, the, the only reason I think off the top of my head, I haven't really thought about this a ton, which is why I wanted to bring it up, yeah. um, is that you're not if, – if that – if that is going on, and I'm sure it does go on to whatever degree it goes on yeah, is whatever. To an but extent. yeah, um, if it does go on, I do think that if you are intentional, if it's proven that you're intentionally committing voter fraud in mm -hmm. one way or another, I do think that the punishment should be enough so that it definitely deters pe people from attempting it. Yes, not just trying to. You know what I mean? Like because if if it was just a slap on the wrist offense, I think a lot of people would try to do it. And it's it is a federal offense, but I don't know how often they pursue it because it almost seems like it's it's almost looked at like, yeah, some people are going to try and we have to accept that. Yeah. So there has to be something that's possible. I don't know what um, I don't I don't know either. I just know yeah. that if you ask somebody like, what would you do if you saw your ballot being thrown out? I'd freak out. You'd be you'd be upset. I'd, you'd be very upset. Yeah, it shouldn't happen. And, you know, I think that. Uh, especially part of the whole thing is that because it was a mail-in ballot, because of this whole volatile situation with the two candidates, uh, it just made for a perfect storm of yeah. controversy. Yo, if I have to listen to months of people bullshitting politics yeah. out of their asses, I want to get my two cents in. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want to put in all that effort. Exactly. Nothing. Um, but I, you know, I, I did like the way that they that they do it where you have to go in because if it's computerized and you have a little button, it, it, it just seems that it's it's less fallible. Uh, there's a lot of issues with computerizing, a lot of technical issues. Yes. Um, a, like a lot, yeah. a lot of issues. Uh, one of them is that you have to prove the way uh, voting is being handled. So – you have so do you mean technical issues in what way technical issues meaning like there can be mistakes or technical issues meaning like it's hard to commit the fraud uh technical issues in that you can make mistakes and technical issues in that it's not technically it's not legally possible like a company has if you are registered to register votes i guess i don't know how to phrase that yeah um you have to be able to prove the way you were counting votes okay so if you come up with a computer program that handles that for you then you can show them this is how it works here's all the code blah 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 but there is no guarantee that the code that you are showing them is going to be the same code that you're uploading to all the servers and all the computers and blah 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 uh it could be manipulated and altered and edited um so that right there becomes a, becomes difficult. Uh, another reason is that you have to be able to prove the person who is voting is the person. If I'm at a computer screen, I don't. It's not like the same thing as having login for um, a bank account. Well, I, I I was meaning like voting as like you go to a place to vote, show your license, sign the paper, and oh, then yeah. you go into the little booth and you. Computer. That's a computer, but you are proving. Because of their and license and all that. That you are you. And they scratch you off. That's how they used to do it before this whole pandemic thing. And 
one of the things is like you know we know what the like each state has their own way of voting right yeah. so yeah. i mean would it be possible for like the government to basically like design a program allow the states to adopt that? No, and, that, and that's the problem because anyone has the ability to edit computer programs more or less but if you what i'm saying is if you had like if you had this thing monitored and and controlled in a certain way where because the way that i look at it is if they can do it with banks i mean nobody i mean people try to do it but if somebody fucks with a large bank's computers they will find them well, so it can be done i mean it, it can be see that's that's two different things right there the bank is in control of its own software mm -hmm. right but imagine if the bank was like all right we created software we're going to give it to all of you guys and you handle everything yourselves so maybe there needs to be almost maybe there needs to be almost uh like a revamping of having like maybe technicians from the from the federal government assisting people from the states and and basically coming to an agreement of saying look listen we will run the operation yeah or i, I don't know because it, it just seems like it's, i like the freedom of doing it the, differently but at the same time that creates a lot of controversy yeah and a lot of issues and you get really complicated really fast because then you start um approaching on what is states rights and what are federal rights yes because the states have the rights to uh open and fair elections and amongst themselves yes all all the time they run elections simultaneously so now you're saying well we know you're running an election for the federal government and your town but you have to do it this way and maybe the town is like we don't want to do it that way well, you have to because that's how it's set up. And yeah. they're like, well, too bad. Well, you yeah. can't do that. Um, and one of the reasons, and this is how I'm, this is the topic that I'm a little bit more segue or intelligent on, is the way we vote. And it's slowly starting to shift for the better. Um, right now, our system is called first past the post. If you and I were running an election against each other, the first person to get over 50% wins, more or less. It gets a little bit more complicated with the Electoral College and all that other bullshit, but whoever gets the 51st wins, basically. Um, it's a terrible system. It's terrible. Horrible. Are you talking about, like, the first person that reaches 50% because that's 50, all you need is the majority? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 50% um, of the registered voters yes. of that region. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the better way, a better way, there's a number of different ways to vote. Uh, one of the better ways that is slowly getting traction in this company is called um, ranked choice voting. It might not be called that verbatim, but it's the style. So instead of saying, I want this candidate to win, when you get your ballot, instead of making an X, you rate them one through however many. And by doing that, you – how do I describe this? It solves a lot of problem that picking one person – brings up what if there's only two people then you only have to, then you only vote once yeah um so it there it's not a problem but like the presidency is, is a big thing uh to give an example i don't even i so how would that come into play so there's three primary there's three big problems in my opinion that is plaguing our current political system no no okay but what i'm asking before we get into the the three major things how does the ranking one through four like would you do each rank one is a certain amount of votes percentage-wise versus rank two, three, and four. Yeah. So imagine for a minute that you, myself, and your brother are running for a president. Okay. Okay. Um, and there's rank choice voting. 
say none of us get a majority vote. So none of us reach 50%. Say, just for argument's sake, you get 40%, your brother gets 40%, and I get 10%. No one wins. So what happens? Well, because I'm in last place, they eliminate my candidacy altogether. And then all the people who voted for me, whoever they chose second will now get the votes. Okay. And by doing that, and just for argument's sake, we'll make it simple and say all – That way you don't have to do a revote. Correct. That will say all 20% go to you. Now you win. Now you win. That's how, that's how it would work. Okay. And the reason that's important is because of the three problems. One, uh, voter turnout this year was extremely high, but historically has been getting lower and lower and lower and lower and lower because people are super disinterested because people don't um, – don't, uh, they don't feel like their voices matter, more or less. It's always the status quo. Yeah. Uh, the second problem is, um, uh, what's it called? The spoiler effect. When, again, say you, myself, and your brother all run for president, right? Yeah. Um, your platform is I Love Apples, and your brother's platform is I Love Oranges. And then I come in, and I'm some no-name schmuck, and I'm like, yeah, I really love Granny Smith Apples. I love Granny Smith Apples. Okay. So we go to election day, right? Your brother gets 40% of the votes. You get 30% of the votes. And I get, an, uh, we'll change that up a little. Your brother gets 45% of the votes. You get 35% of the votes. And I get the remaining 30, I think it is. 25, 20, whatever it is. Okay. Who wins? Your brother wins. But that's unfortunate because if you look at yours and mine, more people voted for apples than oranges. Yes. So that's the, that's the spoiler effect that I basically stole votes from you. And it became a worst-case scenario that Orange just won, despite that there are more apples out there. Yes. Even though I'm a little bit more extreme that I only like Granny Smith apples, at least you like apples. In ranked choice voting, people who had voted for me would probably have voted for you. I see what you're saying. That so makes a lot of sense. It does make a lot of sense. So that way the apples stay in power, and it solves the other problem because now people have an actual elected reason to go. Just because I lost, you can turn around and say, holy shit, 20% of the population loved Granny Smith apples. Not just apples. They love Granny Smith apples. Yeah. And that's going to matter. That's going to matter to um, your policy. That's going to matter to what you do. Maybe you're going to pay more attention to Granny Smith apples because now you know that a large chunk of people care about that. Yeah. Um, so and it does also open up the door to more third-party candidates getting into – office i don't think it's going to be as significant as what people would really anticipate i think the two-party system is kind of the third pillar i think if they shitty. i think if they uh if they opened up that ranking system i yeah. think more people would vote other people first yeah and it's super annoying because like if you vote for a third party it doesn't matter what side you're on republicans will be like Oh, you're giving it to the Democrat. Yeah. You're saying Democrat. you're wasting your vote, basically. and and Or most people vote for who they don't want in more than who they want. Yeah. And, and that's one of the problems because your voice should matter. You should voice your opinion. Maybe your opinion isn't Republican or Democrat. Maybe yeah. your opinion is something fucking crazy. Yeah, but you but kind you of are, I guess, yeah, you kind of are waste, not wasting your vote, but it is, in a sense, wasting your vote sort of. And that's what that's what first pass Depending the post on how does. You look it, at it. Instead of voicing your opinion, it becomes a numbers game. See, now this is another thing that always gets talked about with the electoral college, right? Mm -hmm. So, each state, and this is I'm talking way out of school here. 
but each yeah. state has certain mu- amount of people that are in the electoral college. Yes. And it's a winner take all system. For the most, what do you mean in the states? Or most the, states are winner take most. all. I think there's two that aren't, but most states. Two are. that two that aren't. They're allowed, I believe, to vote as they see fit. But they tend to. They. I don't think it's happened more than one time. Yeah. That they haven't done what the the state has voted. Now, some states, if you look at, you know, how they voted, it could be. The majority of the counties have voted this way, but the populations live in the city or whatever, and they vote the other way. Yeah. And then that's who wins the state. Do you think that the states should not be winner take all and those electoral college members should be distributed throughout the counties on an even populous scale? Or do you think that because they draw the county lines differently, I'm assuming that's how they count the votes. That's what they mean. But again, there is the whole population thing because if you have five people, not that there's ever going to be five people, but you have five people living in a county, do they get a whole vote versus 10,000 people living in the next county? It's the same vote, but it's not the same represent representation. Yeah. But the, also the counter to that would be, um, you know, like there's a lot of people in the country that are, don't make up a big portion of the population, but they make up a big gear in what makes this country run like farmers. Um, if, so, if they never, if you know what I'm saying, like there's yeah. people that can be forgotten about that are a big part of the country, but they don't really get a vote if they don't live in a state that has. So you're nailing that you're nailing it on the head in two different ways, right? Um, first and foremost, the city versus country aspect is one of the reasons. There's really two primary reasons that the electoral came into, came into play. One is that back in the day, we didn't have rapid systems to communicate with each other. Yeah. So on election night, we could easily say uh, 100% of New Jerseyans have voted. This is who they voted for. That's our candidate. But back in the – it would take weeks. Yeah. So the Electoral College was the summation. They would all get together, and then they would vote for president because that's how it had to have been done. It was – It was. you would send – you would literally send some one person to be like – go yeah. do it for us because New Jersey can't show up to a building. Well, they used to vote from my understanding and when it first started, you used to be able to just say it out loud and you had to say it publicly because I watched a, uh, a video. I get all my information on YouTube. So, you know, it's, right. I get a lot of mine off YouTube, but it was one of those things where like these nerdy guys make history videos yeah. and they, they're doing it with the best possible interest. So that it's not like they have a political agenda. They're just kind of yes. like, you know, uh, excited about history. Yes. But I guess in the beginning, it was kind of like you had to say your vote out loud at a fair, like a voting fair. Um, and then after the whole like voter intimidation stuff started coming in, that's when you had to, they originally put each different party on a different color card. Oh. And then that's why the rule came for booths because people could still see the color card that you were voting and they knew you were voting for X party or Y party. And then eventually it became the blanketed white card and the booth. Yeah. So that you didn't have to, people wouldn't have to know who you were voting for. I vaguely remember that you had to say something. And I vaguely remembered that there was someone from each party there. Yes. But I'm sure that in voter intimidation, it's, it's still in the play. Yes. I'm sure that was there. Um, that sounds accurate. I have no idea who fucking cares. Yeah. So how do you, but like, how do you, how do you think or feel about the whole, 
like winner take all for the states. Do you think do you think they should redraw the lines and divide it up differently? Because the thing is, like if there's say the electoral college has thirty votes for a state, mm-hmm. but the state is divided up into fifty different counties. There's not one per county, but at the same time, they're not an even population in all those counties either. Yeah, and see that's where it currently is gets tricky. Tr- it's very tricky. So the way you're describing it, the electoral college. The other reason for it was that it was meant to protect the smaller states. Yes. So the way the electoral college is granted votes is that you get it based off of population plus two. You have to have minimum three. Ex- exactly. Yeah. So if you have one because your you have a, your state has a small population. You get three. It's one plus two. Whatever state you are, you get how it's based off of your population plus two. So theoretically, the states with smaller population, their votes should matter more than the other ones. But But that's not across the board, though, because some states don't they have a higher population count per electoral vote than others. Yeah, and that's why. Yeah, but I'm saying like some states might have you have to have 100,000 per electoral thing and then others might it might be 150 per are you sure yeah because i i would i just looked up some stuff before coming up with this and there's uh this uh uh youtube channeler who's a lawyer it's called legal eagle i'm sure a lot of people actually heard of it but he basically was talking about california and he was saying that california uh they hold 12 percent let's say 12 percent of the country's population but they only hold 10 percent of the country's electoral college votes. Okay. And it's because they're for whatever way they did the math, it's just it's not even definitely across the board the way that the numbers work out. It but, makes sense for the smaller states. Yeah, that and that was the original reason why. But the problem is that I'm I'm kind of in the boat that the that the electoral college should be abolished altogether. Mm. I think it's kind of an outdated system, but I do still kind of feel nervous for those middle ground states. But those middle ground states are still ignored yes the, see that's why i'm saying with the with i don't think popular vote is a good idea i don't hate it hate it and the reason i don't hate it is because if it is popular vote the middle states are ignored altogether right now anyway yeah the, they're ignored the only states that really get any sort of traction are texas florida north carolina all the swing states pennsylvania blah 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 so those flyover states don't matter right now They'll continue to not matter is the problem because the people in big – if we were to change to a popular vote, you would be looking at targeting the the uh, the big cities. That's yeah. it. L.A., New York. I don't think that if we're, if we're trying to fix the system, though, like I was talking before as an example with the farmers, yeah. you're almost purposely ignoring people that don't live in cities. Yeah. And, you're, and what I don't like about that is that – all the people that are electing are going to be people that people that live in cities want only. Yeah. And uh, no, I agree with you. I think that's a problem because people who are in cities don't necessarily understand the problems that a farmer exactly faces. just like a farmer wouldn't understand problems yeah. in cities. Exa- there, exactly. There's got to be like I understand and I respect the the reasoning behind the electoral college. It's meant to protect the country as a whole group instead yeah. of basically just saying oh people with more population that's who gets who they want yeah and again if you talk to 100 farmers or 100 people from the city you know from the election results you'd think that they probably think more the same way than they think differently yeah because they're a group 
whether or not they want to agree or not, they are a group in a certain way because they both live in this type of environment. Yeah. Do you do you know what I don't get? What I truly I don't really have too much to comment on you because you're you're pinpointing exactly what I what I. Agree uh, yeah, yeah. Out so on election night, and I'm not blaming any one side because I'm sure it happened both ways. But I remember watching who was it? I think it was Connecticut. I think they had reported like ten percent of of the their vote. Yeah, it was in the votes were in, but only ten percent had been counted, and the electoral college had already voted for whoever they voted for. Yeah. And I remember thinking they're not a swing state. Everyone knows that it's going to be the correct vote, but how do they do that? How how did they do that? Yeah. Don't they at least have to wait for fifty percent margin. There, I don't I don't get it. That's you know, my you know yeah I agree. There, you know what's weird and and it's not. I think it's a shame that it feels to me the whole culture of a lot of things in this country. Maybe it's nostalgia or maybe it's because that's how we read about it and we like to put a nice cherry on top of history. But it feels like back in the day there was a sense of like just a little bit of respect for the process yeah, and respect for like the entire thing. And on a whole across the board, it feels like a lot of that is lost and that they're skipping steps just to skip steps because it's like, well, what's the point anyway? It's like, well, we can we could say that with a lot of things, but yeah. then you lose the whole it, it doesn't feel as as pure as it should. It was Vermont, not Connecticut. But yeah, it does it does you're right. It doesn't feel as pure. Yeah, because as it, it makes should. people feel whether it's whether it's going that way or not, yeah. It makes people feel like their vote doesn't fucking matter. And it might not fucking matter because you you're not in the right state that you want to be in to vote for who you want to vote for yeah but when you start calling things early like that or whatever it to me it's almost like you're it's disenfranchising you're 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 disenfranchised you're muddying the water yeah because how do you do that yeah i don't know i i said this once and i'll say it again perspective and or perception it's perception i blame the media like yeah not a hundred percent but i i blame them like rampantly I mean, you know, I blame them like oh, not a lot. They, they, they want, feed off negativity. They feed off controversy. They, yeah, they don't they, feed off so and so save so and so. They feed off they love plane it. crashes and and they whatnot. Lo- they love it. They get yeah. off on it. They, it's ratings, but at the same time, dude, we have to look in the mirror because we are the one. We are the consumers of media. Yeah, I know. I I wholeheartedly agree. I'm really bad at i'm addicted to that reddit website mm-hmm. that reddit website, that reddit website. am i fucking how 80? old are you <laughs> you young whopper snuffer go ahead um excuse well, me i'm addicted to reddit but it's one of the most hostile poisonous places out there yeah and like i can i can feel myself getting wild up but it's one of those things where like when I, when i sit down at a computer and i want to just bullshit and do nothing for 10 minutes reddit.com yeah it replaced like the facebook.com yeah um Part of the reason why I I brought this up is like you're one of the few people I can talk to about like touchy subjects where it doesn't go off the rails. And it's basically like we're trying to have a constructive conversation as opposed to a toxic conversation. Um, And that's another thing I think is lost nowadays where people kind of end up just always arguing and they never get anywhere. Yeah. They just kind of keep 
you know, they have their point. They don't want to get away from their point. And they, a lot of people don't even really know what it is, but they just don't want to, they don't want to secede or they don't want to uh, compromise or anything like that. And especially with, with voting, I think there is a lot of ways that it can be uh, improved upon. I don't know what they are, but the one thing that I do know is that anytime you have mass amounts of people or people in general involved in doing something, there's room for error. Yes. Whether that person is running a computer. Now there's things that you can do to mitigate the error, but when you're counting 160 million votes, exactly. Something is going to happen. And for people to say, or States to say, or whatever that there's, there's no flaw in the system and that there's no changes that need to be made, I think is irresponsible. I agree. I, I think that it's, uh, it's not, uh, it's disingenuous to, to the people that live in that state. And the people know they feel lied to because they know it's yeah. not a hundred percent perfect. Yes. And it's good. Yeah. And, and I think that that's one of the reasons why so many people didn't go out and vote in the past couple, you know, couple elections because, uh, they don't think that it, that it really matters. Like they don't feel that their vote is counted or because of the, the, you know, the winner take all system, there's only like five or seven States that you, that people actually think that their vote will mean something yeah. at the end. Yeah. I do got to say one of the best conversations I had political conversation. Imagine I was like, this was the best conversation I ever had. What was it about politics? Uh, one of the best political conversations I ever had, I went out with my friend Sam. Hi, Sam. And her her friend joined us, and it was like one of these outdoor drinking places. Okay. And I promise I'm not going to push it on anybody, but um, I'm libertarian. Okay. Which everyone doesn't know what the fuck that is. And the, the guy who I hadn't met didn't know what it was. And we spent 20 minutes. He was just asking me questions. He's like, well, what is it? What does that mean? What do you feel about this? What do you feel about that? And we didn't agree on a lot of topics, but it was never argumentative, not once. And it was like finally someone just being like, what, do you, what is that and why? Yeah. Oh, okay. I can, I can understand. And what about this? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was like a civil – like it was just informational. We, it was a great discussion, and we moved on with our lives. Yeah. And he, now he knew something new. It is, a, it is a very fine line, right? Because depending on what subjects and what things people feel strongly about, yeah. I mean, this country was kind of founded on different political beliefs and us not wanting to agree. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, um, there is that sense of like, you know, there's a lack of respect anymore with once somebody hears something out of somebody's mouth about politics that they don't like, they immediately almost pigeonhole that person into a specific group with everyone else that they've ever known who's had that opinion. Yeah. And they associate them with all the bad aspects of yes. that person. Yes. And it's very unfair because you could have an opinion on baseball, what team you like. That doesn't make somebody not talk to you. That doesn't make somebody not invite you to family parties. That doesn't make somebody, you know, know. go have out you with you on Philly Facebook. Fans? They're all exactly the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, though? <laughs> all assholes. It's one of those no, weird no, subjects I, yeah, where it is, it, is, it is. there is not a lot of tolerance if you are very into certain beliefs or certain political yeah. whatever. And it's a shame because the way that I think a lot of things get hashed out is by conversations. Yeah, it is. Honest conversations. Now, if you have an honest conversation, you might never change your mind 
at all. But when you go into a conversation with uh, the thought of like, if you ask somebody, you know, what's your what's your policy or what's your belief on X? And they say, my belief on X is Y. And they say, okay, what would I what would I have to present to you to get you to change it to Z? And they say, there's nothing you can ever tell me that would ever make my decision change that. Yeah. There's no reason to talk anymore. Because if you're even going to show them saying like, you know, sky's blue. Like even if God himself or herself came down and said, uh, the sky's actually green. And they're like, nope. No, it ain't. Nope, it's not green. So there is that weird thing where people just are so married to whatever their ideas are. Now, there's people that are married to their ideas but they're not willing to not get divorced from them if they don't if they aren't presented with an actual thing that they've never been exposed to or they don't never looked at that side of the coin. But so many people are very quick to be like, "Oh, you don't agree with me? Well, you can get the fuck out of my life." Yeah. Or whatever. Um, and it's the same thing with voting too. The, it, it is. This is like another divide coming between the the two party system. Yeah. And it's it's only getting worse. The other thing I think that we can do to improve our system and I know this sounds corny, is to improve our education system. Yeah. It's yeah. It, it's failing. We don't want to make dummies. No, we don't want to make dummy, dummies, and we don't want dummies to vote. But we want everyone to be allowed to vote. That could so, be a whole nother, what do you got? Spring it on me. You know what my biggest thing is what? with education system that I don't like and I never understood because we were kind of a part of it. Yeah. And we're just going to – I'm just going to mention it real quick, and we're going to go to your topic because this is dragging on. Yeah, but I think it's important. <laughs> um the whole um, the the no kid left behind thing, and the curriculum becoming like the mainstay in in all this stuff, and we saw it because that happened during our time in yeah. school, and the idea of it on paper works, right? You you're not going to let any kid fail out, and you're going to make sure that they learn and all this stuff. But the problem is is that some people don't learn or don't want to learn and they're slower at learning or they're quicker or more advanced, whatever. But what ended up happening is you just push them through. The teachers have to give these reports. They give the reports. And if they have too many kids failing, they might get fired. Yeah. So they basically don't fail kids that need to repeat classes for their own benefit. It was, it was an utter failure and it's still an utter failure. And instead of it, it, it almost, it, grinds the groove into teachers heads of like instead of actually having to focus on certain things it's just like listen for my job i gotta pass everyone yeah it we're focusing on the wrong thing it's one of those things that you're focusing on the symptom and not the problem itself yeah you're cure, you're curing the failure rate but you're not curing on education yeah it's like you're looking at the the end result like everyone got a hundred it's all like right. yeah but they all copied off her i'm gonna pause you there because yes this let's is go to your to topic be, no you know what we're running long. Guys, let us know what you think in the comments down below about the voting system. What would you change if you were in charge of it? We want to know. Stay tuned for next week when we talk about fighting with friends. Okay. I'm hanging on to that. And don't forget to go to BrodownPro.com. We have new Brodown stuff coming out all the time. On Good Friday through Cyber Monday, we're going to have a 10% off the entire store. So don't forget. Scotty's on fire. That store is on fire. Yeah. We'll catch you guys next time. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day.